Hello, my name is Fran. Welcome to the Heal Into Your Awakening podcast. I feel like I should have a theme song by now. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But at least a sound like, I don't know, something. Because we're moving on up. We're moving on up. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. How are you guys doing? How have your week been? I hope it's been amazing. Um, I would like to start this episode with gratitude, of course. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me. Um, thank you for everyone who takes, who takes their time to listen, subscribe, share everything. Thank you, especially to any and everyone who reach out to me with feedback. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And, um, yeah, um, this experience has been very fulfilling for me and not just me sharing my experience, and the guidance that I get from spirit, but hearing other people tell me that, you know, my, my doing the work, because I know how much work I do on myself, right? Doing the work and and being uncomfortable in that and fighting through it and having the courage to share that. And the fact that it is also inspiring other people to do the same and, and not, not necessarily sharing, but just opening themselves up to themselves because that's my intention. My intention is never to be this teacher or guru, but just more of someone who inspires healing. So hearing that for the most part, that is what I'm doing. It makes me feel even more fulfilled. It makes every single experience worthwhile. Um, I was having a conversation with one of the girls who listened to the podcast and she's like, you've been through some stuff. And I say, yeah, but I don't see it like that. You know, for a long time, I probably lived in that space, but now I I feel so empowered by my experiences. I feel like I just want to love on the world because I have taken the time to love on myself and to heal myself. So I really hope that if you're struggling with the experience that you had as a child, right? A lot of us have these unresolved issues and it's hindering us from just experiencing life as we would want to. Um, I hope that I'm able to encourage you to just do it a step at a time, set up a little goal and do it. And um, just understand that it might be uncomfortable or you might not see any results, but the more you do it, the more you pour into yourself, the more you build self-trust and, um, you continue to evolve, whether you see it in that moment or not. So again, thank you guys for being here with me. I appreciate you guys so much. I look forward to expanding this experience and connecting more and building a community for us. So believe it or not, I recorded about 40 minutes of this episode that I want to talk about. But when I listened to it, it did not sit well with me the way I was relaying it didn't sit well with me. So when we talk about going within, right? Um, I just this year recently started the law of assumption. So that is how I, as I live my life. I just assume the, what I want, right? However, the law of assumption talks more about just not necessarily paying too much attention in regards to your spirit or guidance, but just know that you're the inner power. So I struggle with that because before then, for the last couple of years, my spirit has 
I've built a relationship with my spirit and I just didn't see my spirit as someone who's going to give me what I want and more someone who I just, or a being that I just, you know, I, 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 there was a disconnect in regards to my, my full power. However, my spirit has allowed me to experience a lot of things, including getting me into where I am right now, as far as my enlightenment is concerned. So I struggle with that. And I, I, I think I'm misunderstanding somewhere, something somewhere, <laughs> and I'm getting there. But I say this to say that I was driving the other day and um, I was literally speaking out what I was going to say. And I'm like, hmm. And then I saw 666. So I'm like, ah. 666 for me is redirection. It is you're either thinking too much about this, relax. You're thinking negatively about relax. You're out of alignment. It is basically me not being in alignment. And that has been the case for me for years. And it has not filled me. So um, I recorded the episode and then I saw, I kept seeing 666. So I was like, okay, there was something in me that I was like, I don't really want to post this right now. But when I listened to it, it seemed more like I was venting than I, than me actually just speaking about the lessons from the experience. Again, I don't mind being vulnerable. However, um, I, I do not want this experience to 100% be about the issue. I would love to inspire by talking about the, the, by speaking from it from an external standpoint, like I've stepped out of it. And um, I'm glad that I did because I sat with myself and I thought about it a little bit more. And I came up with what I, it's, it's much shorter than 40 minutes. I promise it's not going to be 40 minutes. However, I feel like it is, I have a renewed understanding from it by just, sitting back and listening to my spirit a little bit more and not putting it out there. And I'm glad that I did. So let's talk about it. <laughs> so a couple of months ago, I had a connection that didn't work out and, um, I was super bothered by it. Um, not to say that I'm detached from my feelings, but the logistics of the connection, right? The time, the, the experience, the sad, like how satisfied I was with this individual and everything did not, it did not make sense for me to be as bothered as I was. <laughs> so, um, I knew that it was something a little deeper than what my conscious mind was telling me. Being able to practice connecting with different aspects of myself has given me so much more perspective. It's given me so much insight. So when I feel a disconnect from my conscious self, towards my feelings, I'm able to be like, okay, this is not us right now. This is a different part of us that is triggering an opportunity for us to learn and evolve and heal. I don't know if you guys listened to my inner child healing episode where I talked about the fact that I was, I was sad about my dad's death. But um, at that point in my life, I was aware of the soul's journey and how souls transition from the, their human body. My dad had showed up in different ways. And in a way, I felt close and I felt a sense of peace. However, at night, 
I would just sob uncontrollably and I couldn't quite understand it. Like I could, it's like I was watching myself experience something that I could not control. It was like, so I need, I didn't quite know at that time, but I talked about it with my therapist and he said, do you think it would be your inner child who doesn't care and doesn't quite understand what your conscious mind is saying and more of the fact that she lost her dad and um, maybe you need to connect to that part of you. And when I did, it opened me up to so much more healing. And since then, I have been able to connect with myself, not from a place of annoyance, like sometimes, and I'm not even gonna lie, sometimes I get annoyed when I can't move past, but from just compassion, like, okay, girl, you, you experienced this, you experienced that, and your perspective of this, it's coming from pain, and let me help you. And this is where I connect with my spirit, I connect with my guides, I set the intention to heal and, and love on myself. I take the time. During that time, I go within, and I know I'm going within, so it's like I take special care of myself. And since I have been practicing that, it has allowed me to be able to detach from my current feeling, especially when it's when it doesn't make sense to understand that there's a part of me that is unhealed that needs to be addressed. So when this situation happened, my discomfort, my sadness, and and, and how much of a hard time I was having, I knew there was an aspect of me that had nothing to do with this person, nothing to do with this experience, but perhaps my assumption of an experience like this, based on my experience, of course, was being triggered. And I know that I needed to go with it. And it's funny because I was driving when this came to mind, right? Like this feeling is way too familiar. This dread is way too familiar. Now, there are two things in this world that I know. There's fear and there is love. Fear comes in different forms. Love comes in different forms, right? Fear comes in insecurity. It comes in um, um, anger. It comes in different ways. So I, I generalize it by saying fear. So I automatically knew this. there was a fear attached to this experience. My, my sadness was not because of the end of this connection. Because I know deep down, at some point, I would have removed myself from it because it wasn't giving what it was supposed to give. However, I feel like also, Earth is school, right? And um, the experiences we have and the lessons we get from it is what our soul takes when it's done with this. And it's what gives us the opportunity to evolve, so I'm, I've known this from a very long time. I, I, I navigate my life like that. I don't think anyone, me meeting anyone is a coincidence. Um, I feel like we are all one of the same. We all mirror each other. We all give each other opportunity to heal. So, and I might have triggered someone to heal at times in my life. And I might have triggered in, in a good way, in a bad way. I, I had understanding of how these things work. So I was like, okay, this person came here as a lesson. This person came here as someone that the way they are and the way the connection went was important for me to 
experience it in that way so that I can heal, so that I can be so uncomfortable to heal, right? Usually, um, I wouldn't say I'm hypervigilant, but I'm very aware of my, um, maybe hypervigilant, of my triggers. I know that I do not do well with nonchalance. I do not do well with emotionally unavailable people. I know that in the past, because of my codependency, I take when people are when people don't see their worth or their value, I find it my duty to show them. So I knew all these things and I'm able to quickly remove myself from situations when when I, I, I pick up on these. Now, this did come in that form. However, it came in a form of, you know, I feel like also as, as people, when, you know, when, when I meet people that like potential romantic partners and once they get to know me and how I am, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. I am um, very interested in healing and empowerment and self-development. They, they come, I don't want to make this an assumption, but from my experience so far, I've noticed that it comes off the, the whether they are or not, they act like that. And that's, that was the case in this situation. This person presented themselves as someone who was self-aware, emotionally intelligent, caring, and all these things. And the moment we had one issue, everything literally flipped into the exact monster. Well, they're not a monster, but the experience, right? The, the one thing that I fear, which is this the emotionally disconnected. Um, a emotionally disconnected person, nonchalant, and all these things. And that was the fear. I have been in the past so cautious of not meeting that fear. The, not this, this person is not the monster, but what I consider as that, the, the, what I'm afraid of, that monster fear. I'm afraid of the, 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 the people, right, that I encountered in my childhood which were neglectful, they were dismissive, and these romantic partners that show me glimpses of that, I have, I have, I'm conscious enough now as a 33-year-old person to know not to venture around them. So I think because I needed to learn this lesson still, the universe sent somebody who presented himself a certain way and also allowed me to be slightly codependent, but again, because they came off as someone who was so emotionally aware, so emotionally intelligent, so caring, so given, even our birth chart mimicked each other. So it was like, it made sense. I felt like I was aligned. I've been using, I, well, now I realize that I've been using that word alignment as a clutch to be overly cautious about healing. And it was like, and I feel like the universe was like, oh, we, that's what we're doing. All right, boom. This is going to come in exactly this way. Everything is going to make sense for you. Where It's going to come off as this is a spiritual thing. Now, did I feel like me and this person was going to be married? No, but I knew like they, I met them for a reason. And I, I felt like that reason was much more profound than getting into a quick argument and ending. But again, it was a lesson that I needed to learn. I don't care about the situation. I don't care about the details of the experience now. Because it has done so much for me um, to see. And I feel like my relationship with fear, th these relationships that I've been having have always, my fear has always followed me. And because I wasn't able, to, because I've been 
dodging it for so long. It was like, All right, I got something for you. And boom, it gave me the opportunity to explore myself deeper and heal. And I, I find that to be a gift. And I'm very appreciative of the experience that I've had. Now, what did I do? <laughs> so being a dramatic person that I am, the moment I noticed what was going on, man, I cried my eyes out. Um, because, because it, it, it gave me perspective, right? It was like, what? Um, again, I think this person is pretty special. Um, and I wasn't wrong about them. However, they needed to be who they are for me to be able to have the moment that I'm having right now to address me, to address this part of me that I know is going to make me better. So I lovingly said goodbye to their energy. I was like, thank you. I appreciate that you did this. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I wish you well. Go, right? And I know it sounds dramatic to the wrong person, but this is me. I'm, I'm a very spiritual person. I love to connect on a deeper level. And this was my way of releasing. And, what I, and I kid you not, the moment I did that, I felt nothing for them. I could not, I would, I could look at their picture today or see something of them. It would mean nothing to me. I actually don't even remember the, the full details of the connection, right? Because I was able to pinpoint what myself, what my spirit was trying to tell me. It had a lot of times the relationships that we have with other people have nothing to do with them. And sometimes you find yourself stuck in these connections because you're, there's a, maybe your inner child or your ego is tugging at you to heal, to do something, to, to, to bring the focus back on you. But then we, we take that pain and we misinterpret it as a, such an intense connection and we can't let go and all that stuff. And, and oftentimes it's not even that. It is, it is the relationship you have with this fear. This relationship that followed you, that cre- that that this monster that was created from your early childhood to your teenage years, to your young adult years, to now, and it's keep following you in these connections. Now, when you when you think about love, right, it's the same thing. Some people intense your experience with some people intensify that based on how much they meet your needs. And some people don't, but it, it's the same feeling. Like people are regular and everyone is special in your own way, but your love is what makes them special. And we hear this all the time and it sounds cliche, but really the attraction you have for them, the feelings you have for them is what makes them who they are in your story. And when you know, when you let go of them, they become just like everybody else. And based on the lessons you need to learn, some of these people are going to be even more attractive if you have that, that relationship you have with yourself, with your inner child, the assumptions you have about love. That is the relationship that follows you. And then it attracts different people to you. And once that clicked in me, oh my God, I, I was like, what? And I had to go within and, 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 and sit with myself and figure out what is my relationship with love? How do I perceive love when I go into connections? Yeah, I'm aware of the fact that, you know, as far as my therapist is concerned, I have codependent tendencies and I'm living, and it's not something that is curable. So you live in recovery. I'm aware of that. But I have also 
found my way around that where I have in a way become detached from fully experiencing love because I'm looking for red flags. So now, but my fear is still there. That fear was not necessarily healed. And I, I saw it as that monster that I, I, I kept thinking of the the last time I was sitting with myself and I saw it as, I don't know if you guys saw Moana, I don't, and then it came, the, the, the monster, this raging fire was there and she was missing something, right? And I saw, and, and then once she, once she was addressed and she was giving back, she turned into mother earth. And that's kind of how I saw it. Like my fears do not want to be this monster. It does not want to be in pain. However, it is tugging at me to address it, to, to see beyond what is going on. And instead I deflect from that experience by putting it on another person. Oh my God, how can I get over this person? They're so great. They're so this, they're so that. No, it is not the greatness of this person that is triggering me so much because again, if I have a relationship with myself and I know I'm worthy of love and I know I am important and I'm an, and I'm valuable and I'm a gift in every experience, if somebody doesn't want that gift, I'll take my gift. Even I, not only will I take my gift away, but I am careful of who I give that gift to. So it is when you're not in tune with yourself. It is when you, 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 you are neglecting yourself. It is your fear of neglect. It is your fear of not being worthy. And you already telling yourself you're not worthy. And then they come and they do certain things and they trigger that. A lot of times I find that well, in this situation, I found that, again, I was, I had found a way to deflect from my real healing, which is changing my relationship, my perception of love. But I also found that um, as much as I was healing, there was a part of me that was still attached to the assumptions that I had from my childhood. And I found that I was looking for a person to, to, to rectify that to invalidate these feelings. I felt like I knew it, but obviously I didn't. To really understand how nobody can validate or invalidate your feelings, only you. When you change your perception about love, you change your perception about your romantic partnership or any relationship you have or just your experience on earth and, and what you are entitled to, because I don't even say what I'm worthy of anymore. I've changed that language to what I'm entitled to everything else changes. The people that come in your life changes. So I'll give an example, right? So since then I have been working on myself. I have been changing. Before I give the example, I have been changing my, my perspective in regards to love. One of the things that I've done so far is I decided to, I mean, we hear it all the time, romanticize my, my life and my experience. So I'm open to Meeting someone who is aligned with me, of course, I'm not closed off for love. I'm not not dating. However, I'm not looking for it at all. Um, I was online and I, I just completely deleted my dating profile and just allowed myself to experience love as it would come. But I wanted to make myself the priority. So one of the things that I did, what I've done so far is not say mean things to myself, <laughs> And that has opened the door to so many realizations. Um, if I look in the mirror again, um, this year I gained some weight <laughs> and I found that I would always 
every time I, I, I encounter something that I want, it would be, Oh, I need to hurry up and lose this weight. Or, Oh, when I lose this amount of weight, I will look this way and I would be worthy. Right. So there is, I'm not at this moment worthy. There is always me going back on that hamster wheel that I thought I was off of chasing something and not being in the moment. And I was like, Oh crap, I do that. And this is what me saying what my fears had taught me. Like, because again, if I was in tune with myself, I would not be so bothered when connections do not work out. I would be, I would actually not even, certain things wouldn't happen with me. So I, I knew that and I knew I needed to see what it was that I was doing. And I was like, Oh, I, I do that often. Right. So now I'm going to live radically in myself, in my own skin. Um, I'm a very nurturing person. I love to take care of other people. I'm a life path number six. Okay. I'm a cancer moon and I'm a cancer rising. So community and sharing and giving is very important to me. And oftentimes when I am in, when I, when I'm in distress, I, I neglect myself, right? That I'm overly critical of myself, but I have been. And I was like, that is something that I do. And that's something I'm no longer going to do because when I picture someone that I love experiencing something difficult, I, how will I take care of them? How I would take care of them would be, I would see it as they're going through something temporary and I will give them extra love and care. So if I'm, I decided that if I'm experiencing something difficult, I will no longer just mope. Again, I will validate my feelings, but I will also find a way to get up and get moving. Um, when I even, it even went to when I plate my food, sometimes I will give my, my sons, I will make it look pretty and everything. A lot of times I'll make my food look pretty, but, um, every single time now when I eat, I don't just pick up a paper plate. I'll wash my dish, but I I've decided to just care for myself, plate my food, work out at the gym, speak life into myself. Even when I take a shower now, I, I speak life into myself. When I look in the mirror and I don't have nothing nice to say, I keep quiet, but I, I, I re again, going back to the law of assumption, I know that I'm creating my life by my thoughts. I'm creating my life by my affirmation. So I'm constantly speaking to myself and it has helped me in so many ways, change my perspective. So example, right? Very recently I've had this person that, um, I've been interested in and, um, it's been long going, but it's off and on, off and on, off and on. And there is also a feeling of unworthiness there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to manifest them. I'm going to manifest this person. I don't care. And um, <laughs> I was doing that. But every time I try to do that, again, it will reflect back to me like, no, no, mm -mm, whatever. So as I started to work on my self-concept, as I started to be there for myself in a way that I have been, I realized that I don't even want this person anymore. I think that in a way I was attracting them or my experience with them was necessary because of the old relationship that I had with fear. But because I have been shifting, I'm realizing that I am so comfortable with myself now. I've become even more comfortable. I've become even more loving. Yet again, I would I desire a connection, but I don't need it. Um I don't look, I don't go looking for it. I allow myself to, to experience life and I'm open to, what is it? Open to, um, um, connected to all attached to none. It's kind of, I find myself diving in that and it is because I address my main issue. I was able to start with 
connecting with the different aspects of myself. I feel like maybe I wouldn't have been able to decipher this if I wasn't where I am right now in my journey. And I'm grateful for being able to do that. And I hope that me, exp me sharing my story allows you to also open yourself up to how many connections are you stuck on? It doesn't necessarily just have to be romantic relationships. It can be friendships. It can be anything. And that was me in the past. I would put people, you know, if you're into astrology, I have Neptune in the seventh house. I have Uranus in the seventh house. And I, and you know, Neptune in the seventh house, you, you, you see people with rose colored glasses. I would just romanticize these people and, and put them on such pedestals and make them these great beings in my life and neglect myself. But again, being able to have the awareness and it, it's important, but implementing that awareness is even more important because now I'm like, okay, this people are great, but so am I. How you treat me is important as well. And I'm not going to allow anyone to treat me the like, like I'm not valuable. And I, I feel like I was kind of on that path before. But being where I am right now is so much more profound. And I really hope that me sharing this gives you somewhat somewhat of an insight into going within, always go within and figure out if you find yourself in a difficult situation, you find yourself experiencing a difficult breakup, what is it trying to show you? What is this person here to give you? Again, it's so important to not make people villains in your story because then you, you hold on to the energy, you hold on to them in a negative way, but you change your perspective of them and see them as someone who came to give you a gift, the gift of insight. Go within and figure out what the what what part of you needs healing. And once you do that, actually do the work, take baby steps because it is going to allow you to evolve even more than where you're at in this moment. And your 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 fears your insecurities, your, your, your feeling of unworthiness and all of that. It's not here to harm you. It's not something you should be angry about. Instead, it's something you should nurture and, and, and love on and, and find what it is that needs to be done. Um, I'm going to end here because my next episode, I want to dive deeper into how I've been able to reprogram my mind, the things that I've been able to do so far. So I think that's such a special episode because it's going to open me up to so much. So I'm excited about talking about that. Now, I thank you guys again for listening. I hope that this resonated. And I hope also that if you know someone who might be struggling with what I've experienced, please share. Um, again, I thank you guys and I love you guys. Also, please, 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 and please um, follow the page, Healing to Awakenings. Um, I'm on TikTok at friend888 and I've been trying y'all. Um, so, um, I've been trying, I've been trying and, um, I look forward to this year. I feel like I'm very hopeful about everything this year and I look forward to connecting with every single one of you guys and more on a physical level. I thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Um, I can be reached at healintoawakening at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at Heal Into Awakening. And if you want to talk further about this, I got you back. Um, I love you guys again. Bye. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.